tell you folks, this world is a terrible place. The one place where you get real news. News that'll tell you exactly what movies are about. Not the BS that they tell you in Hollywood. Not the BS that they tell you on all those other movie websites. No, you want to hear the real deal? You want to hear the real truth? You're listening to it right now. The Fellas. Alright, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. Where today I'm... I am pleasantly surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised, too, because I was feeling upset. This definitely kicks in a couple extra points. Whenever I... I've told people, whenever I go in to see a movie, and I'm just down, like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. And I leave, and I'm like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't half bad. It wasn't It half actually bad. gets a couple more points than I would have given it. Especially with me being so tired of Will Smith's old reused ass. Yeah, his reused new and old ass. Well, computer technology has come a long way. Hopefully, we'll have a day when we don't need actors at all. But we'll not well enough towards the end. Yeah, wasn't there, wasn't there a movie like that? Where they had this woman gave her likeness to this movie studio. And then they're like, after a while, they're like, yeah, we just... Every movie that's ever made, it's like you and Tom Cruise. We're just using your likeness. Yeah, yeah. It and was everything an outside film. of the VR was yeah. like shit. Yeah. But inside the VR, she it was just perfect. Yes. So she never wanted to leave the fuck. What the fuck was that? It was uh, I Am Concord. I'm, or I'm I surprised am you even remember that shit. That, yeah, it, I think that was trapped in the recesses of my brain. Yeah, no, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Well, I, I was think, pretty high when I saw it. I don't know what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah, no, it was it was a pretty good movie. Actually, folks, going into this film, I was thoroughly upset. Oh, fuck. I, did we even tell them what we saw? Oh, well, no, not really. Tell them what we saw. We saw Gemini Man. All right, enough of that. All right, so... <laughs> I I was like, okay, guys, this week we're going to watch... It's the only film out, Gemini Man. Or so we thought. Yeah, or so we thought, until I turn around during the concession stand. Damn app fooled me. I was like, I turn around and I look at the nice Dolby Surround Sound Theater, and it's playing Zombieland 2, and I'm like, fuck, why was this not on the app? And you, you come in and you tell me, yo, Zombieland 2 came out today, and I'm in the theater. And you come in the theater, yo, Zombieland 2 came out today, and I'm like, why the fuck did you book us to watch this? Yeah, Because I, I didn't want to watch this I shit. I didn't want to watch this shit I was either. like, why'd you book us to watch this if Zombieland 2 is out? And I'm like, fuck, man. And it was like, we're going to have to wait another hour and 15 no, I, minutes I, for this shit I, to fucking... I told you, I was willing. It's was like, look, let's watch an hour of this shit and bounce. Yeah, well... And fucking go and, and go fucking watch Zombieland. We were like, nah. Nah, fuck it. Uh, we're here. We're we'll watch done. Zombieland next week. And, uh, it's it was it was kind of like the sex that you have out of duty. Some chicks working really really hard to get in your pants. Yeah. And she got to the point where you're like, fuck man, I drank her wine, I ate her fucking food, and she's sitting there looking all pathetic and shit. And <sighs> all right. Or or it's or it's the chick you're trying to get with, and you realize, fuck it, I, I'm not gonna get with this chick. And then the moment you get with another chick, and it's the one that's been wanting to get with you, you realize the chick that you wanted wants to get with you, but now you're stuck with the chick that you didn't want. Yes. Well, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep as shit. Okay, yeah. So that's that's an apt analogy. But well, it's just uh, it's just an analogy. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, we saw Jim and I, man, and I I think that you like us yeah. will be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's it's one of those films where you start to really think about Will Smith and his child, his real one. You mean the one that he regrets having? Oh yeah. I bet you. Been, I bet you. If he can replace, if he can replace that boy with this thing, yes. I bet you, he would just be so fucking. I bet he just. 
He just wakes up in the morning and walks past his son's room and sees him laying in bed wearing his fucking dress and shit. And I bet you he just says to himself, Oh, you're such a fucking disappointment. You know, if they would have not casted Will Smith, but casted Ice Cube, and Ice Cube would have actually had his son play. He would have need no CGI He would need no CGI. <laughs> his son looks just, just like, like him. him. Yeah. God damn, man. Will Smith and his son reminds me. A great actor with just the, the lamest shittiest non-talented offspring in the world that reminds me of tom hanks and chet hanks did you oh, know about man. tom hanks son well, who, who wants to be an underground got, rap artist well i thought he only had one boy he's got a second one. Oh no no he is too yeah because he other, just doesn't talk about the other one yeah the one boy that kind of made him proud where his career actually didn't go anywhere uh try to be like that steady and safe mm-hmm. stern and gentleman like the boy you can actually stand in front of a crowd from right know? and the other son is basically the excess seaman that missed his mother and dripped down to the crack of her ass oh chet hanks is a fucking loser and just man <laughs> if you want to hear something funny just go on you on youtube type in the bonfire and chet hanks and just sit back and enjoy oh man <laughs> that's we'll have to do that sometime but, you know, but i digress you, you do know his lineage tom hanks he's a part of the lincoln family lineage line i doubt he cares oh i know i think he's the greatest actor in the world i think he's the greatest human being yeah in the yeah, world. yeah tom hanks is just a a wonderful human being you know uh will smith too yeah he's all right but anyway, the idea of Gemini Man, Will Smith is the absolutely the best sniper that that they've ever had. You know, he yeah. works. Was, is it the Department of Defense? Yeah, or Are DIA, sure? or or uh, Defense Intelligence. Yeah. Whatever, Who, whoever has spies in the U.S., that's that's who he works for. But, you know, he only kills the bad guys. And they start off by showing the the ridiculous level of ability that he has to the point where it's kind of bullshitty because he, from like two miles away, he fires a sniper rifle into the side window of a moving fucking train, like a bullet train. Yeah. Not like some locomotive. And it goes and gets this guy through the neck. He's and got damn good. And his, you know, his cleanup guy slash handler or whatever, it's like, yo, dude, you're awesome. You got him right in the neck. And he's like, yeah, I was aiming for his fucking head. He's dead shot, don't you know? Yeah, I was aiming for this guy's fucking head. And the fact that I got him in the neck instead means I got to hang it up. And I'm getting old, man. I can't. I'm not as good as I was. And you see, like, the salt and pepper on the side of his hair to insinuate the fact that he's old. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, I can't. I'm just too old, man. I got to retire. I got to go. And I feel for him, actually. I actually do feel for him. Yeah, I I feel for him. I I thought that his reasons for retiring was kind of bullshit. He feels like he's becoming a monster. But at the same time, he only kills bad people. I kind of would have preferred it. They were a bit more clinical. Like, no, I, I kill whoever the fuck it is they tell me to kill like, yeah you know, i don't i don't fucking care I, I kill whoever but it's like i'm living that life and i, I i'm tired of fucking killing I, yeah. I i kill people who had fucking families this that whatever so i want to be done with it so his people say all right you want to retire that's fine no big deal then he goes and he meets up with a, a friend of his who used to serve in the uh the group that he was in in the marines and his friend says yo i was doing some snooping around and uh that guy you killed he wasn't a, a terrorist who was a biochemist he was a biochemist who used to work for your bosses so i don't know what the fuck that's about so it's like yeah, all right you know i'm gonna i'm gonna look into it and see what's going on yeah and of course their whole conversation listening to some drone yeah by some drones they're like okay you know let's kill him because he because he knows he knows too much 
Yeah, he knows too much. So it basically from there is just constant case of them throwing wave and wave of disposable stormtroopers that this guy just mercs with an efficiency that'll that'll make a uh, a Navy SEAL blush yeah. until it gets to the point where they send uh, the best thing that they can think of, which is actually a clone of him. So now it's a much younger version of him at his peak trying to kill an older, more seasoned version of him. The Bad Boys 2 version or the Fresh Prince of Bel Air version? Uh, Fresh Prince. Okay. Yeah, we were, when I say seasoned, I mean seasoned. Fresh Prince version. But, uh, yeah, it's basically it's basically what it is. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I know this will make me a pariah. Yeah. I did not, not now, not ever, I did not particularly care for the Jason Bourne series. Okay, well, I... I really didn't either. Are you serious? Don't don't tell don't say that shit just to make me fucking feel. Good. I'm not gonna make everybody you know, fucking likes the Jason Bourne shit. I, I'm like I always found it entertaining, but I never found it like I must watch it like a like a John Wick. I didn't want to go out and see that Jason Bourne came out like I could care less. I mean, I'd watch it. If well, I mean, everyone who watches buy me it a ticket. just just sucks the movie's dick. Like it's the greatest series ever, and he's such a super duper killing machine, and this and that and whatever. And I. I I just I just didn't care for it because the Jason Bourne it, it was like he's too much. Yeah. I get it. He's a guy who used to work for the super secret agency, but he knows too much. So the super secret agency wants to get rid of him. That's perfectly fine. But the guy, it just didn't seem real. His, his ability, his set, the stuff he does, when he would get into a fight with somebody, it would devolve into like a fucking Jet Li Uber Kung Fu match in a room that's the size of an elevator to the point where it looks like they're just fucking slap fighting and that fight would last for like 10 minutes of punch, counter punch, block, counter block and I'm like if but you're really this fucking good, somebody should have been fucking dead by now. Those guys ain't that good because they're camera cutting and you just assumed movement was happening. But yeah. I'm sure them guys weren't moving at all. Yeah, and the thing that I loved about this was when the action starts, the way he's dispatching people is very, very clinical yes. and it's clean. And anyone who's a, an efficient professional killer, especially someone in the military, when they say, what's the, the most important thing when you have to take down a target, take him down as far away as possible yes oh what if he's up closer shoot him oh what if you don't have a weapon can you get away um let's say no all right then you do some hand-to-hand shit your hand-to-hand shit you're gonna do you better stop or drop him within the first 30 seconds yes you do not want to fucking drop this jason Bourne. i got two minutes of cap away of fist fighting one fucking dude in a stairwell get the fuck out of here with that bro if you don't drop that dude within 20 fucking seconds there's a goddamn problem these fights you see, this lasting all day, not realistic. I'm sorry, but in this movie, this guy was constantly adding to his wounds and yeah. constantly getting help. That's another thing I like. You yeah. don't see him, oh, I just got shot, I'm gonna shrug it off. This dude was fucking brutalized. Yeah, he was fucked up. Because the whole thing takes place over, what, four days? Yeah, four five days. days? Yeah, four or he... five days? And that first injury he got when something blew up and scarred the side of his face, Yeah, you see that wound fresh for, the, the, whole... for the entirety of the rest of the movie and every new wound he got this dude was looking 
looking like a fucking pincushion, man. Yeah, no, it was it was He looked in bad shape. But I have to say, choreography against Beautiful. the female and male fighting here was very realistic. Real. Very real. Because he runs into a, a field agent who's like really like new. The actress's name is uh, Mary Winstead. She plays as a character. Danny Zakarowski. And uh, she's a field agent who's just supposed to keep an eye on the guy. Yeah, she's hot. She's also in yeah, she Scott. Gets a job done. Yeah, she's in Scott Pilgrim as the love interest as the girl with the rainbow with the purple hair. Oh, don't say that. Yeah. You serious? Yes, that, that's the Scott Pilgrim girl with the purple hair with uh, rollerblades. Ah, you kind of fucked it up. Why? I don't, I, I didn't find that chick particularly attractive. She's in that, in that movie, I should say, but... Yeah, uh, uh, she's hot to me, man. I yeah, I guess. And, oh, no. Don't tell me she's in that bullshit, right? Yeah, Don't tell yeah. me she's in that Birds of Prey garbage. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, she's, you know... Oh, God. Look, man, it's her agent. I'll blame her agent over that shit. Look, man. She's the huntress. Look at that. This is... All right, whatever. Let me let me move on. So anyway, she's there, and she gets into a fight with one of the big, burly security guards that's supposed to take him down. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, here comes the bullshit. This dude tosses this broad like a fucking rag doll. Yeah. And there are times when she tries to fight back. Oh, I got him. I got him in a fucking arm lock. He can't do nothing. He picks now, your ass up. Now, someone who watches UFC and MMA, yeah. when one dude gets another dude in an arm lock, if that dude is I'm gonna anywhere from like this he weighs the same amount to maybe like ten pounds over. As long as he can get himself out, he can lift that whole fucking dude with one arm. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Yes. Oh I got you in an arm lock. You lift that whole arm up and you just drop that shit with the full force of your body and come right down on that fucker's back. Yeah. And that's what he did to this chick. Yeah, yeah. I got your arm. Lift that broad and up. Bam every- fucking brought that shit down. I was like, that's real. And every time that's what happened in a real fight. Every time when, when she would do an direct attack he would bitch slap her like right away yeah it's like uh, your punches feel like wet paper towels uh, i'm i'm a 230 pound fully trained fucking marine and this chick is like a buck 20 wet and i love the fact that there, he was throwing this woman into the fucking glass oh he wasn't those- fucking around he I was, was like, gonna God. kill this broad <laughs> he was not fucking around and the scars he gave her lasted throughout the movie, movie, too. The only way she got the dude is because when she was on the ground, she took out a knife and started hacking up his legs. She started stabbing him in the fucking legs. And then when he was bleeding out, she was able to cut off his windpipe because I'm fucking bleeding out. Yeah. I'm losing strength, like right in the groin area. That fucking blood's coming out. Yeah. And I'm losing strength. And that was it. Yeah, no, no, no. No more fight it. scenes for her. But that was real. And yeah. that's what I love about all the combat. This dude, Will Smith's character, was so clinical about what he did and yeah. how he did it. There was never any bullshit. Never, huh, this, this can't be happening. This can't be. As soon as the shit hits the fan, he was as he calm was like, as could be. Oh, yeah. I've been I've been practicing this in my head since the time I started this. Since, oh, someone's coming to get you. Who is it? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. I'm not going to panic. I'm not, who are you? Who are you waiting for? I don't give a fuck who you are and who you're waiting for. I'm going to kill as many of you fuckers as I got to to get away to get somewhere safe yeah. and make a couple calls. Yeah, he has his uh, fucking uh, a house fucking trip wired to fucking escape. I was like, damn, this guy's paranoid, but yeah. he's right. He gets out, he's calm. First thing he does, goes and find the agent. Okay, the fact that you're asleep means you don't know about this. Get your, get your shit, get packed up, we gotta go. What the fuck? No, they, they burned me. They put out a burn. They're trying to cover loose ends. Because you know that I was there, you're gonna be gone. Yeah. Boom. As soon as that happens, calls up his boy, his handler. Yo, wherever you are right now, get the fuck out need of to here. pack up your shit, go get a bus, go get a bus ticket, pay with cash. Don't go through any ATM. 
in with cameras. They decided that I'm a problem and now because you work with me, I've made you expendable. You got to pack your shit and go. I'm sorry about this, man. He's like, hey, this is what we trained for. Well, this is Knew the thing. What happen? When you're in that kind of work and someone gives you that call, you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. You don't even second guess it. You just fucking do it. Like, well, that's the thing. Every single person he went to and told them, yeah, uh, this is what happened. Don't say why. Yeah, they're trying to cover up loose ends. They want to get rid of me. Oh, man, but that's impossible. You the best they have. You've been working for them for this long and blah, blah, blah. Every person that he went to yeah. has been living in this world that as soon as he told them, what do you need? Yeah, they're trying to take me out and loose ends. What do you need? We got to go here, 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 here. Let me make a call. Boom, on a plane. Right, Let's go. Right. Every it's like everybody, the world they live in is like, I've been waiting for this shit to happen. Yeah. We all know that we each have a timer. I don't know when the timer's gonna reach zero, but every fucking one of us, right. we're living with a timer on us. We know this. Man. And when you say it's time to go, it's time to go. You don't even I'm second not, guess it. I'm not gonna do my speed racer. Ha ha! What? No, no. It's time to go. Let's go. Have my bag. Let's go. Let's move it. Let's hit it. No one surprised. No one alarmed. Everyone cool efficiency. When he tells this boy, yo, I just saw a sniper up on the roof. Take the girl. Get her out of here. I'm going to go out. Sniper's going to follow me. Stay safe, brother. Boom. Fist bump. No. We can do it together, man. I'm not going to let you go, man. No. I know I know the plan. I know how this works. Yeah. The sniper's going for you, so you're going to take the sniper away from here. That's what you do. Yeah. I'll call. You call me on the burner when this is taken care yeah. of. I'm going to go on the opposite direction they all know yeah everything is clinical it's beautiful how thoroughly planned out it is even when they send out the clone of himself now this is what makes a dynamic so awesome the clone you could say the clone has more skill because the clone is him at his peak he is faster because of youth he is stronger because of youth he is sharper because of youth what that clone doesn't have however is wisdom is wisdom and experience and you see that playing out like when the clone shoots at him it's like i know he's on the roof because that's the best vantage point so he gets somewhere where the clone could see him to tempt him to poke his head up and he knows exactly where to look on the roof okay sharp edge sharp edge sharp edge oh rounded edge that's him and all he did was put the scope there and wait. And as soon as he poked his head out for one second to see where he, he was. He could have fucking lit him up. This movie would have been fucking over. <laughs> he had him because he's like, I've been doing this shit for so long. I know exactly where the fuck you are. And you will pop your head up for just one second to see me. And I'm going to clip the shit out of you. <laughs> that clone came up and he was like, what the fuck? Hold on, it's fucking me. Yeah. And then he let him pop his head back down. And at that point, he said to himself, I'm not going to fucking kill this guy. Yeah. There have been four times in this movie that this dude could have killed that guy. Yeah, he could have killed this clone many a time. And all of this because he has experience. Yeah. Every fucking time. It's not about me being better than you like look here sonny boy all this shit you think you're getting by me all this shit you think you're so fucking slick i was doing that shit before you were a tickle in your daddy's nutsack yeah i know all this shit that book you're studying i wrote that fucking book sit your little ass down you don't come to me and says you you're better and faster and stronger motherfucker i could have killed you four times i let you live because i fucking felt like it because i ain't fucking worried about you what was it the line he said you know, why do he send you after me? As as Will Smith has him disarmed and is pointing a gun at him. Why'd he send you of all people? Why do you send you after me? Because I'm the best assassin in the world. And Will Smith's sitting there with a gun. What do you say? Man, sit your dumb ass down. It's like, 
I got you disarmed with a gun in your face, and you're telling me you're the best. Man, shut the fuck up. He saw all the ego. Yeah. The condescending arrogance. The idea that I will live forever and I can do anything. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about the future. That's what he saw in this younger version of himself. Because they had already said so many regrets that he had. If you could just go back in time. And clean that up. And tell your young, stupid ass, you're not going to live forever. You need this great paying job. You could be running this company by now. Stop fucking around. Yeah. But because you're young and stupid, you blow that up. up. Yeah. And now you're in your 50s and you're working in a fucking gas station. And that's kind of what he sees in this clone. It's like the sheer fucking arrogance. And I'm a broken man now. That that speech he gave him in the catacombs, yeah. I was choked up a little yeah, bit. I was, I was fucking... I was choked up a little bit. He's like, I know everything about you. I know that you're allergic to bees. You're this, you're that. You know, you desperately... You're 22 years old. You're still a virgin. You're still a virgin because you can't get close to a woman. Because you push him away. You hope to God, you pray for a relationship, but the thought of having a relationship with a woman scares the shit out of you because you're worried that she'll look inside of you and see the fucking monster that you yeah. really are, that you're hiding from everyone else. So you know what? So you stop seeing people as people. They're nothing but fucking targets. And you're just going to drive yourself deeper and deeper and deeper until you disconnect it to the point you can't even sleep. You can't sleep, can you? But every once in a while when you do get to sleep, you have shaking nightmares or you wake up screaming and clawing your eyes out. And all you can do is go back out there and kill another one and kill another one i was like damn dude. Yeah, he's fucking lighting and you don't, up and, and the clone doesn't realize at this point he ain't talking about me he's talking about himself so, yeah and you're looking at your young self and like you keep this shit up this is what you're gonna become i'm yeah. trying to save you stop that this is my chance to fix it and uh, and what i loved about that scene when he was fighting his clone mm -hmm. he would get his ass beat by the clone in that fight scene mm -hmm. and he would constantly say when he had an open breath don't oh you, yeah because the chick don't you. the chick has a gun I don't know. The chick could have ended this. Yeah, she could have ended this shit real and quick. They keep saying, "Don't shoot him! Don't shoot him! Don't shoot him!" Because this is this is all about redemption. <laughs> Remember, this is it's not the clone's fault and this and that, whatever. But again, he's trying to fucking kill me. Yeah. His whole thing is he's killed innocent people before. Yeah. So the whole thing is like he's done bad shit. He's done dirt. Yeah. He just wants letting, the redemption. Yeah, letting this kid go is going to be his form of redemption. Yeah. No, but this is this is his quest for redemption. Yeah. I don't care how badly I need to do this to stay alive. I am going to let my innocence, my younger innocent version of myself, I have to let him live. Yeah. I have to take these hits for him. I have to take this burden for him. Yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of the representation at the end where he finally gets the bad guy. Yeah. You know, the clone. You all know the clone's going to turn against the bad guy. And he's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Because when you shoot him, something will die inside of you. Something, and will you will, something will break and you will never fix it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And the clone gives him the gun and then he just casually shoots the guy. Yeah. I, I mean, will take your sins upon me. Don't worry. It's not like... It's not like fucking like a spoiler if you already know. No, you, every Smith, the moment Smith, you Smith. see this, you know he's gonna. It's Clive, that clone's gonna turn. It's Clive Owen's the bad guy, guys. When was the last time you saw Clive Owen in a freaking big box office mm -hmm. movie where he's not the fucking evil villain, twirling his fucking mustache? I mean, it's it's good. It's good, and it's to the point. I mean, the only thing I, I have to say, the only thing I don't like is how absolutely clumsy and lackadaisical they make this agency seem 
You know, they I could, mean, they, the, they could have just let the whole shit slide. Yeah, I mean, what's he gonna do with that Seriously, information? What, what, yeah, what's he gonna do with yeah, that information? Yeah, I, when you were describing the plot, I'm like, if they would have done nothing, none of this would have actually happened. Exactly. And realistically, <laughs> that's what they would have done. Yo, he he just found out that guy that we killed was actually innocent. Yeah. So what? Half the people in this country think that the government is is executing random people for, for dirty shit. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. We all know that. But you know what? As long as I can go to the movie theaters and, and eat my popcorn and drink my corn syrup and I get my raise and Trump better put up my goddamn wall, I'm fine with it. America. Yeah. America, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, don't nobody fucking care. Free Hong Kong. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Okay, and now there goes the rest of our fucking listeners in China. I hope you're fucking. Ha- I hope you're fucking happy. That Chinese money that's been making us so rich is oh, gone now. Oh man, making us so rich, which we haven't seen. We're yet. gonna we're gonna have to hang out with that kid that Blizzard banned. Oh, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But it it just seemed that they went way too far. When the director of the security agency, the guy's like, oh, he found out. Now we got to do something about this. I'm thinking realistically, she's like, no, we don't. Now you're going to do something about it. Why? Yeah. She what's, even said we can do, do it. We can do it our way. No, no, no. We don't need to touch him. I mean, I, a private citizen, I could have been told every fucking thing they're doing. You can show me slides. This guy and this guy and this guy and this guy. All right. Now you know. What the fuck am I going to do with that? <laughs> I could tell that the, the national defense Agency, whatever. Hey, I know about this shit you did. Yeah, and? Well, I'm going to go to Fox News. All right, you do that. And I'm going to go to CNN and MSNBC. Yeah, go right ahead. I mean, even assuming that just on a lark, we decided to just give them a call and say, you guys ain't printing shit. We're not even going to do that. Go ahead, tell them. They can print whatever the fuck they want. They probably won't, but, I mean, go ahead, tell them. We won't even threaten. The fuck you going to do with that? What is Will Smith going to do with that? What can he do with that? He was going to let it drop. Well, no, what he was going to do was speak to the Russian dude. And what was the Russian dude going to tell him? He is trying to make clones to make super soldiers. And Will Smith was like, get the fuck out of here. And then <laughs> and then he would have went home and let that shit drop. Yeah. <laughs> that had been it. Yeah. That, that would have literally been it. But instead... He saw the clone. And yeah, like, well, oh. first of all, instead, you send all these guys... To perform a hit on the greatest assassin the country's ever had. It's like, yeah. And this goes all the way back to that John Wick way, shit. Yeah. Oh, this is the, the best killer you've ever had. So let's send a bunch of far inferior killers. I guess if we send a bunch at once, it'll it'll work. Like, yeah. No, dude, that's the best killer we've ever had. And I have the hindsight of knowing where he is. No, we're going to drone his ass. Yeah. I'm not doing that on American soil. Bitch, you're already sending men to kill him on yeah. American soil. Now you're getting fucking picky. You know what he drives. You know where he lives. Mm. Send him a call. Look, it's an emergency. I need you to come in right now. I need you to come in, come into the office, come into the room. It's an emergency. Yeah. He comes in the room. All right, sit in that chair. Stay there. We'll be right back. Leave the room, you lock the door, you're pumping some gas, he's dead. Or, drone strike his house. Uh, yeah, you Well, how the fuck you explain that? Fucking plane crashed over there, we know what the fuck happened. <laughs> Tell the media, fucking plane crash. Done. Done. I mean, th- what they did was just, was just stupid. <laughs> the response to him finding out they lied, and on top of that, they know that he knows they lied. Right. So already, you've got the advantage, because you have time, you already have time to spin your fucking story. I know. I can set some some shit up. I can I have all these options to lie because you don't know 
that I know, know that you, you know. know. Yeah, that's it. This was this was <laughs> this was something relatively simple. It turned into a fucking disaster. Yes. They turned it into a fucking disaster. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then, you know, the guy they sent after him, the younger version, as good as he is, it's like he was in no way prepared for something like this. They he, they should have had him rack up a slightly it, higher body it, count. Or better yet, send the, the Frankenstein clones that they had. Yeah. They, they can't feel pain, they can't feel fear, and they can't talk. And you just send, I sent like five. <laughs> It's like, you know they're going to burn that city to the ground, right? Yeah. Eh. I've got to say that there's this one scene where he's crying to his dad about why he sent him to kill himself. Mm-hmm. And that scene was actually very powerful because you see, like, as good as uh, Clive Owen couldn't act in this damn movie to save his fucking life. Oh, so he was twirling felt, his fucking mustache. You felt that too, huh? They yeah. they went way too far with his evilness. That yes, was yes. just... that was. In no way did I feel that he was sympathetic to, to this kid son. Yeah, as, to his, as son. his son. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh... I'm not. Um, I'm not feeling You're it. better than that, son. Give me a hug. What? Essentially, that's what it was. Yeah. The, you and, see Will and Smith's the, and the character is just crying like it's like, damn, that's, that's CGI crying looking pretty damn good. I I would have completely rewritten that scene. You know, it's it's all the whole, I know the truth... This is something that could psychologically break someone. Yeah. I've just learned it. And how do you respond? Push through it. <laughs> I made you to be a soldier. You're the, the best of the best. <laughs> Push through it. Some Gears of War type shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here. I I would have preferred that he had been like, well, I was going to tell you. At first, I wanted to wait until you were older. And then... I wanted to wait until it was the right time. And then it just got to a point where I had to realize that I was more afraid of telling you than you were of hearing it. So I convinced myself by saying what good would it have done. So for that, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, that was actually and, much more believable. Yeah, that, that would say for that, I'm sorry. But the fact of the matter is, you were meant to be a prototype. But once I got you and I raised you, all that stuff, I told away. you was true. You're not a prototype. And yeah. you're not that guy that you're going after. You're none of them. You're my son. And you're always going to be my son. And I didn't realize what a mistake that this was. I I shouldn't... Why me? Why would you send me? Because I thought, I believe, and I know that you're the best assassin (laughs) that we could ever have. Because you've shown that to me. Yeah, I know I push you, and I tell you I'm still not convinced, but you're old enough to know. That's bullshit. You are the best. And I was afraid to send anyone else. And now I know that was a mistake. Again, I'm sorry. That was fucked up. I never should have did that. That would have been a way better. I never should have did that, not because of the psychological damage, but because you're my son. And I'm looking at my son get busted up and coming back in his condition. You know, the greatest soldiers in the world can ignore seeing, seeing their buddies cut up, seeing other soldiers cut up. You know, the best soldiers in the world can live with seeing that, but you're not just a soldier, you're my son, and I'm taking you off of this. You're done. You're not I'm gonna send someone else, I'm gonna do whatever else it is we have to do. But I I can't stand seeing you like this. And more importantly, psychologically what this has done, I never should have put you on this and I'm taking you off and I would have had him send strip the- strip away all the resources that this kid has to do it. It's like, yeah, look, stay home. Once this guy is taken care of, I'm going to devote everything I have to taking care of this. Once that's done, me and you, 
we're going to have a talk. And I it, promise. You're going to hear everything. And, and son, you are not what he is. Someday, you will be a million times better than him, but not today. I promise you. You will be better than him, but not today. And hearing that, yeah, then I would have had the son be like, man, fuck this. And he goes, he uses his own connections and resources to go hunt Will Smith down. And he is uber focused this time because he's like, you know what? It doesn't matter who I am, what I am, whatever. I am my father's son, and I am better than this motherfucker. And it would have been the arrogance that Will Smith's character had. Yeah. That's what's seeping back in. The same shit that Will Smith is trying to save him from mentally. That's what's now seeping in. And now he's fighting the perfect versions of the demons that he had when he was a kid. Because that arrogance and that pride and that ignorance... That got him to this point is now fighting with him and trying to kill him. And you, he's either going to have to put it in the ground or let it kill him. Well, that's much better than the line we got. I mean, it was just yes. kind of like, like, come on, man. Give Excuse me, little... me while I twirl my mustache. mustache. Yeah, and it was like... Like, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, just a little bit of thought in the, in the dialogue would have helped out a long way. Plus, fucking Clive Owen. And how many movies have we seen him where he's twirling his fucking mustache, man? In that, uh, uh I mean, the, let's, the Valerian, he's twirling oh his fucking mustache and that shit, too. Boy, that was, and I, I, I think I told you at some point, I would prefer you never mention that again. Because <laughs> that movie, I swear that movie had two directors. It had, it started out so oh. fucking good. And then, like, 50% of the way through, that shit just burst into flames and crashed into the ocean. I was like... What the fuck's going on? <laughs> when you it fucking saw so him good. with his fucking ridiculous ass costume as a general. Oh god. You knew damn well he was it, a fucking it, it went it went downhill fast. <laughs> it went down with you know, when she went from a a seasoned veteran who took her job more serious than her partner, who technically was her superior, she went from that to just a woman not in control of her emotions screaming out for him to save her because she's nothing more than a damsel in distress. I'm like, yo, you just killed like five people with your bare fucking hands. Now all you can do is help is sit there and scream his name. And she did that seven times since the first point she did in the movie, which is all after the halfway point. Valerian! Like seven fucking times. Like you can't do shit yourself no more. What, what's going on? Yeah, they're right. But I digress. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to do a, uh, you know what we should do? We should someday watch that movie. Yeah. And what's the thing? We watch a movie and we let other people see it, but we're talking while the movie is uh, going. Uh, ongoing commentary? Uh, oh, commentary. Yeah. That, we should do a commentary. Yeah, we should We should do a commentary. Yeah, commentary, yeah. That, that'll be good. I'm, I'm sorry. Let's get yeah, back on track. Yeah, let's rate this bad boy. You have to, you have to bring that fucking movie up. Okay. Uh, you, let's, let's rate it. Let's go. Yeah, let's All go right. ahead. Right. I'll go first. All right. Um, this movie has, has first of all I'll say I did like the movie yeah. I, I really really liked the surprised. movie and this movie follows the theorem I have the Rotten Tomatoes theorem whenever a movie whenever a movie has a high critic score has a low audience score whenever a movie has a low critic score has a high audience score now I really like this movie so now I'm going to RottenTomatoes.com to see if my theory holds steady and holy shit every time. Yeah. Every, this is going to go 
from a hypothesis to a theorem. I've upgraded this as a theorem. Rotten Tomatoes. The professional critics give it a 25%. The audience give it a fucking 84%. And I'm right there with them. That's a perfect score, dude. Oh, shit. That is a perfect fucking score. I'm going to give this a very, very high matinee. Because that's what it deserves. What the fuck? fuck is up with these critics at Rotten Tomatoes, man? Yeah, they're, 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 I don't know what's going on. I gotta I gotta read some of this just to see what's going on. Okay, what, what score are you gonna give it? I'm gonna give this, after not really wanting to see this, knowing that Zombieland was mm-hmm. actually out. And apparently Maleficent 2 came out too as well. Uh, not that I really wanted to watch that, but being sitting in my seats and debating if we should watch Zombieland, and then after the movie started, I'm gonna give this a super high matinee. I... I Okay. I just was sucked into the movie. The movie didn't waste any time getting into where it needed to go at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you felt bad for Will Smith. You're like, shit, you know, shit's rolling. Just seeing how things were going, just very fast paced. I didn't mind. And the, and the dialogue between Will Smith and who he was interacting was actually really well done. Everybody else's dialogue needed some work. But, right. Will Smith's, Will Smith looked. Great. I don't know what the fuck happened on that last scene where he's pretty much being a dad uh, at the college campus. Oh, yeah. that I didn't like And I don't much. know what happened to the FX team, but his son looked fucking like he came out from a... How do I put this gently? In, out of a retard... He looked like fucking he looked, the he mask looked, yeah, from he the mask. He looked yeah. like... You know, the movie Mask, mm-hmm. where the guy yeah. has the big-ass, elongated head. Yeah, elephantitis. And, and, yeah, oh, el- yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked, he looked so like fucking he had ridiculous. Elephantitis. I'm like, what effect studio did this shit? Like his head looked like a, like a, like a giant peanut. There's, there's a deep fakes that look much better than this. Well, the whole movie The whole movie looks great. The whole movie looked great. And it looks like they probably did this scene first as a test. Mm-hmm. And they just left it. It looked fucking terrible, man. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? And I'm I'm reading a couple of uh, reviews here, and not one of them really does anything to explain to me what it is they didn't like about. I I don't get it. I don't know what it is they didn't like. Maybe it's because it made it seem like an American military man has a conscience. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, see, narratively, Gemini Man is a disaster. Uh, let's see the high frame rate to make the actors look like they're on days of our lives make the act colors pop the textures in the skulls and what the, the fuck L- listen to this like the character at the center it's a war it, within itself what does that even mean what does that mean I don't I don't for a movie so reluctant on it's 3D pizzazz I'm sorry so a movie for a movie so reliant on his 3D pizzazz, Gemini Man is a two-dimensional in every other way. How? How? Explain. Oh, you mean because the good guy's good and the bad guy's obviously bad? Yeah. It's a fucking movie. You, you keep it simple for the audience. This audience is not looking for fucking Shakespeare. This is what I'm talking about with the fucking arrogance, man. They fucking around. I, I don't know what to say, man. Take us out of here. All right, guys, don't forget to visit us on our website at g2ta.net and gottotalkaboutit.com. And don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube page and on Patreon page. You guys could make donations, you know, feed the poor. You know, we're just feed like two. The beast. We're like two starving children here, you know. We got those 
buzzing bees, or no, no, I wouldn't say bees. I, I would say flies buzzing around our eyes. Little cocktails of God knows what. Sounds disgusting, actually. Yeah, make a donation to uh, the Fellas Foundation. So there's that chick, uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Yeah. She's going to be in Birds of Prey, right? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah, it looks like shit. That is... I, I don't think there's ever been a movie that looks so much like hot, like hot, moist, salty garbage. I thought he was going to make a hot, steaming pile of shit. No, no. Because you see that, you accept it and move on. Oh, okay. But moist garbage, it's like, what's in there? Oh, I, mean, I don't want to see because it smells awful. Yes. But my imagination is making it so much worse oh. than it might actually be. How somebody looked at that and thought, yeah, this script looks good. It just looks like the worst thing ever made. I know. I wouldn't watch it ironically.